वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ हैश टैग बैक स्टेज विथ री डिजाइन फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल बिफोर आई स्टार्ट दिस एपिसोड टूडे आई रियली वॉन्ट टू थैंक ऑल ऑफ यू एवरीबडी हुज वॉचड री डिजाइन हैश टैग बैक स्टेज एपिसोड हे गाइज थैंक्स फॉर ज्वाइनिंग थैंक यू थैंक यू एवरी वन हाई नीलम हाई क्राफ्ट इन इंजा एवरीबडी प्लीज ज्वाइन इन टूडे वी हैव समबडी रियली स्पेशल बिकॉज ऑफ यू गाइज वी हैव रीच्ड टू दिस एपिसोड और ये पॉसिबल नहीं होता विदाउट ऑल ऑफ योर गाइज सपोर्ट हाई निटून्स हाई डांस डायरीज सो गुड टू सी यू गाइज वी हैव अ टूडेज गेस्ट ऑलरेडी ज्वाइनिंग अस वी गो टेक हर लाइफ वेरी क्विकली बट आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड टू से दैट इट वुड नॉट हैव यून पॉसिबल विदाउट यू गाइज फॉर अस टू डू दिस पॉडकास्ट हैश टैग बैक स्टेज वेर वी टेल यू ऑल ऑफ दी स्कूल स्टोरीज अबाउट सम रियली टैलेंटेड क्रिएटर्स एंड वॉट गोज बिहाइंड creating all of the amazing content that they do and the platform for redesign so for today's episode we have somebody who is extremely talented and if you look at her instagram account you'll feel that she's your friend that's exactly what i felt because it took me around 10 minutes spending time with her on her instagram and i almost feel like i know her for ages she has worked with brands like fortune oil with amazon she's a doodler her instagram handle is doodle uh dulu by niharika and we are just going to add her, all about her story from herself so she's going to be live with us in the next few seconds so prepare your questions and get ready for another amazing episode of hashtag backstage hi niharika hi <laughs> so hi, good to have you yeah very happy so i'm i'm actually so excited for the reason because uh one of my questions was going to be the wall that is exactly behind you which is your workplace and how <laughs> that so the story behind that i think niharika will tell us herself so i've given everybody an introduction of who you are and what you do but uh, for everybody and all of us at redesign can you just tell us about yourself and how you started your journey yes sure so uh, by now you know i'm niharika <laughs> and uh, i am a doodler and illustrator and um, i started uh, doodlu by niharika 2 years back and uh, but i've been doodling for ever now so like i'm one of those people who used to be at the last bench and doodling uh, oh. yeah whatever bench i would be let's not get into that i would be <laughs> doodling so yeah i've been like drawing and doodling forever but then um, then i did my masters in my mascom and then um i was not very sure of what i exactly want to do because i think i did not have a clear idea of how can i turn this into a profession and um yeah but then i started working and i started working as a graphic designer with a lot of startups and i worked before starting uh, do do i worked for 3 years in different companies trying to figure out what i want but i was always working as a graphic designer but i never was content doing what i was doing so yeah so then i thought i'll just take this calculated risk <laughs> and quit my job because um after working for a while uh in bangalore i came back and i was staying with my parents so i didn't have to pay my rent i did not have to pay for food <laughs> so that's why i called it a calculated risk and uh, so i took that and i started yeah so it it was like um it i think it's still going on because there is Uh, I've just started. It doesn't feel like two years. Two years, I just simply look like, oh my god, twenty-four months. But no, uh, I just feel that it's 
abhi i started getting the hang of it like i've started yeah. now i work on into merchandising and everything so yeah that's how it is Damn cool, damn cool. For everybody who has who doesn't know, she's worked with brands like Amazon, Fortune Oil, and there's so many of them that she'll tell you about. Uh, and it's a crazy shift, Niharika, right, from corporate to uh, getting out there on your own. So, what yes. was that like? What was the job experience like? And how does it feel to do it on your own? So, um, so I would be very honest. Like the last job from where I quit was a really cool place to work with. I mean, the people were cool, and uh, I made some amazing friends who I'm still in touch with, and like really close. And I really enjoyed working there. And uh, but before that, I was working at places where I will have these typical designer problems. Okay, thoda sa upar kar do, thoda sa niche kar do. So I would not imagine myself in that because it used to be so difficult. Because you know, and when it comes to creativity, it is so subjective. You feel like right. what you've done is okay. Maybe thoda idhar udhar karke it will be fine. But uh, but when you're working under somebody and they give you changes, oh, that hurts. That hurts so bad. I know. <laughs> yeah, right, because it totally comes in between your. Uh... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Tell me. So it comes between your storytelling, right? Because you have something in your mind that you want to put out, and all of that instruction just. <laughs> Puts you out of your zone, and then you have to follow that instruction. It's crazy. So yeah, yeah go ahead. It is, Tell us. It is, it is crazy. And then, um, so I have been like at, at that point, I was already thinking about that. You know, I should start a page, and I did have this page, and it was not called Doodloo by Niharika. It was, it had a very weird name. Very, it was something. It was called uh, Sketches and Patches, which really sounds stupid to me, right? <laughs> Exactly. You yeah. do it for your passion. You love it and all, but for paying your bills, you can't be paying passion. <laughs> you be, you know, you don't start away with earning. So yeah, but then yeah, yeah. I was very fortunate, and I got lucky because um, my elder brother was very supportive. My mom was very supportive. Uh, my husband, then boyfriend, was very supportive. These guys told me that, come on, it's not like you have to pay some. A lot of bills. Now just go for it, and we are there. And yeah. uh, if you need something, we'll be there. But then, yes, I did save uh, like kuch months ka salary to back myself up. And then, yeah. And then the first thing I did was, uh, was like, I just started posting very regularly, and I did not know where to start. So I was doing digital portraits and caricatures and doodles for like uh, for friends and family, and then word of mouth say it just spread. and people started ordering so then i got into merchandising amazing amazing that's amazing because the most difficult part is actually taking that leap of faith and going out there into the unknown ki pata nahi kya hoga but ab to ho chuka hai ab to i've quit so yes. <laughs> ha and you know that fear is everything because uh, that fear will keep you going but then on the uh, if you look at the difficult part of it, it that fear will exactly make you want to go back and join a job where probably yeah. you get a fixed salary every month so 
yeah. exactly exactly i think uh, so many of our artists on instagram uh, on redesign on the platform in general and uh, everybody who's uh, watching or who's just starting out i think this is the main problem i think other than that yeah. there is nothing to answer ki how will how am i going to earn so tell us about that how did you uh, market yourself was it just word of mouth or uh, how exactly did you get did you get your okay. clients and it became a ha so initially it was uh, it was just the personalized artworks i was doing um i was doing uh, doodles and uh, like you know these customized doodles and i was doing these yeah. uh, digital portraits and some caricature i would put some sort of element of uh, my style also there so that you know i sort of do something different and uh, first uh, my friends started ordering then friends ka friends and then family so initially it was clearly like a word of mouth and after that what i did was that um, you know i used to like on instagram what i used to do like i was not very sure that if instagram is the platform for yeah. uh, me and if i could sell there so that is like something which came from experience that okay i can maybe <laughs> sell there also yeah. so what i used to do is that i decided initially like i think then by then i had only 1000 1200 followers and um, and what happened was that what i used to do was that i i decided a number of artworks i could do in one month i calculated that okay. and then i uh, started uh, putting that okay these many artworks i'm taking these many slots and i used to like um, market it like as a gifting option and everything so and which did work because i did gift a lot of people <laughs> those things so, wow yeah, that's really yeah. creative yeah that's really yeah, creative yeah, i mean i think it's one of the things because for me personalized gifts are everything so i i yeah. felt that you know you could buy something off um, uh, stores and online stores and everything and you can give it but if you put that sort of personal effect to it then it works so then i first i was marketing uh, all of the things which i was doing as something as like a personalized gifting option so that's how i was marketing mm-hmm. initially only on instagram and uh, on uh, facebook as well Uh, but not much okay. there yeah so yeah that that's okay. how it started and then more and more things started coming up i got into stationery designing and everything so yeah got it got it that's amazing so uh, on your instagram the moment somebody lands up on your instagram this there is a whole story about how you and austin are spending your quarantine <laughs> and how the lockdown is going about so i was actually able to totally imagine what what might be happening around the house and what the yeah. environment might be like so much fun so how did you bring austin into the storytelling part of your uh, life oh, and how is that going right austin now austin has always been in the story no so whenever like i've um, like ever since i started doodlu uh, austin has been there like in fact um, the name was given by austin doodlu was given by him oh. because we wanted to make something jolly goofy we did not want to be jolly serious with the name but i we should have been more serious but then do do it is so uh, no no it's fun so that's what so when i started uh, in fact austin is the one who pushed me to do this and he said that you know um, you can do it and you should you should go for it and if it doesn't work out we'll see later but at least try so uh, yeah so he's been there and then and now that it's a lockdown it's just going to be him and me so when i like, i have nothing else in my head so it's just both of us managing stuff in the house and we recently got married so all the more it's like oh you do this you do 
how sweet big congratulations on that i think that was in january right you guys uh, yeah 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 how sweet i saw the pictures where uh, somebody do somebody should do with the caricatures or illustrations of you guys doing the christian wedding and also the indian wedding and it was so nice no, so I heartwarming to see that i made my own wedding gowns <laughs> 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 i didn't give anybody such a chance only <laughs> great great some of your fans really want you to say hi i think they've joined hi, you from your channel hi to them hi thank you for joining great Yeah, yeah, we saw that on your story. I think that's happened after a long time in the city, no? Yes, yes. It was so hot, and I was just making. And yesterday night only, I made a comic about why I hate summers. And then today, today, <laughs> oh my friends are hot. <laughs> how cool! How cool! Amazing. So, um, uh, one of the things that I really wanted to ask you was, in the journey that you started with uh, Instagram, right? There was there might have been an inflection point where suddenly it just started exploding. and you started yeah. getting comments and business inquiries so what was that like was it something you did in particular or was it just because of your regularity what do you think uh, exploded so your i think regularity something which was uh, important and then that kept my um, uh, you know that kept the growth uh, i mean the graph like growing but what the turning point which i felt was when i started making these mummy and niku comic and uh, these uh, videos <laughs> yeah. i made okay so then i was living with my mom and um, so i went close to my mom so both of us we used to spend so much time together right so and she is like a love all moms are the same right they're just the same they say the same things they do the same things yeah yeah right so Somehow. what happened i started making these mummy and niku comics so and i started posting them very regularly and these used to be videos and these used to be like and i have this really weird audio going on and both the dialogue i seen that see. I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll have to interrupt you on that i saw the one where you and your mom are having a video call and uh, you uh, really want to ask her what you made for lunch it's it's so cute and it's so funny at the same time uh, yeah. how did how are you making that how are you making that on what Yeah, 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 I, I saw that. I mean, uh, it was 
first of all it's so relatable because that's like you said every day every person's video call with their mom and um, it's just all of those gossips that you do around with your mom so many girls in the feed who might be able to relate to that the amount of time <laughs> yeah. that you give and you know when and, you just say about things like ki if you keep asking your mom ki bhook lage bhook lage bhook lage then after a while she's like mujhe kha le so then uh, <laughs> this is like this is so like every mother ever <laughs> so i think that uh, yeah. I think one of the things that I saw with all of the interviews that we've done is that all of the cre- content that uh, creators like you make who end up exploding on Instagram is that all of their content is very relatable and it's things that happen to you and that you end up taking to the world and they're like oh yeah mere sath bhi hua hai yaar come on i mean that's exactly what what life is like I think that's the I think that's like I, everybody all of us would feel this ki after you post your life experience are the only things which you will end up illustrating and sharing you know yeah. so like especially like if i am making funny comic or i am making funny content and all then that comes from like life experience otherwise it will not be funny for you like if something i do right. might not interest you but these things are so common you know like like a husband and wife thing or a mother and daughter thing this is like so common all of us have that right It's very universal, and it's also uh, very heartwarming to see um, what goes behind that, and everybody feels connected to you because of that reason. That you know, this is. Arey, so I know him, or I know her. It's like that, which is which is a lot of uh, which is a lot of fun. And uh, I think there are more than fifteen wedding invitation caricatures that you have done. So you've contributed to life happiness of so many people. Uh, yeah. It's so all. It's so crazy. It is. It is. You get to know so much. It's so much fun. That's like my favorite thing to do. How cool, yeah! Because I think uh, people really want to bring out uh, that that um, level of quirkiness in their weddings, and they want to be seen like those characters. Yeah. So it becomes more. That's so recent, also, na? Because um, I was really skeptical that if I draw, so I had been doing wedding illustrations, but I was. skeptical that if i send it out to my like if my mom sends these invitations out to our relatives who are still not aware of these things or maybe they still don't find these things to be like done formally then now what are yeah. they going to think about it and all but then the good thing is that it is changing now people are appreciating all these little bit things even your like yeah. traditional things they are moving away from that and it's so much fun i did it for my own uh, wedding and i enjoyed it so much and i was so happy because my relatives received it so well they loved it that's that's really interesting i mean because weddings now have in general i mean we are diverting a little but that's something that really needs to be addressed i think weddings in general now have to become more about the happiness of the couple yeah about about yeah. the people who are getting married and just close family and friends having fun right if it's not I that then what is it Yeah. <laughs> Now we see the father couple, and I think only fifty people. 
but lucky you got married just before the lockdown happened I and did. you were able to have all friends and family at that point yes 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 i did and i was lucky enough that we we went for our vacation and we came back and we we came back in february and uh, march we were in lockdown so we got lucky yeah was crazy crazy the lockdown has really changed. so has lockdown changed anything for you in terms of work or um, just how you engage with your fans etc what has covid changed for you uh, okay so uh, that i am going for zero meetings earlier i used to have these meetings and used to like i used to go out and meet a lot of people and um, i would always prefer meetings but then having said that i've always been working from home so like at least not always like from the last two years and um, since i was on like a big like on a two month break i really wanted to hit back to work and get back to work so initially i was a little disappointed that are now all everything has to be again like uh, because i really needed that push again because i was on a break mm-hmm. and uh, then i came back so only that bit i felt but i think now i'm okay and the process is pretty much the same just that i think um after a while you know because you're in the same setup same thing sometimes i used to go work out of a cafe or something and you know like that space change sometimes works for you that's the only thing which i yeah. miss sometimes but i think now i'm pretty cool because now we become used to it i think so i have uh, <laughs> well now like i sort of made a time table for myself and i'm trying to stick to it so that i i don't like uh, miss on to anything like it's not that i'm working late till night and then i'm spending no time around my husband or something so yeah like that we i worked it out got it got it so what's your typical day looking like in quarantine right now like what's your work schedule how much time is spent in creativity how much for a client what is it like okay so uh, so i do uh, so i start from the weekends because that's like very fixed so uh, from the last i think four weeks now i'm uh, doing these weekend workshops and online workshops so my saturday and sunday goes into planning that and preparing things for all the participants then monday is very lazy for me and uh, because i feel that oh i work through a weekend so i deserve this monday off <laughs> so monday is pretty right. lazy then tuesday onwards like all the other days is uh, mostly that i uh, we wake up around these days very late uh, 8:39 and all very late and then regret all day but anyway then we have our breakfast and everything and uh, then i think so uh, i head straight to uh, drawing because what happens is that um, i start getting these i start getting really anxious if if you know i'm spending too much time here and there or just like procrastinating or just sitting somewhere and also then if i have my uh, drawing pad pencil or maybe like my ipad and my pencil so if i'm doing something then that's the way i ideate then what i do is that yeah. i randomly i'm drawing something and then while drawing i ideate i think about what i can do what am i feeling today what do i want to put up there that's when i draw these things and um, post lunch i prefer working on the client work i have or the projects i have um yeah and then also depends on sometimes you have these uh, calls and everything so post lunch i i try to keep them post lunch got it got it so uh, how are you marketing it right now is all of the work coming through instagram or are you reaching out to companies for uh, uh, doing work so, for them and what is that work like this 
this will have a jolly like non interesting answer because i i think i just got lucky from um from the beginning why because the first time i ever got like a brand uh, like a good brand it was the it directly came to me it was never that i okay. went and pitched so it came through an agency so uh, these ad agencies or these agencies who are representing these brands uh, they came up to me and uh, one of them i think came and they proposed this idea some things didn't work out but then they came back again for another brand so that's how i got my first thing and um, then slowly this developed and then also what happened was that um, while i was doing this i was also very consciously aware of the thing that you know what if i don't have this then what is my backup plan so then i started venturing into uh, merchandise and uh, merchandising and started making all that so everything is going hand in hand and then the third thing is these personalized things so it's like if i don't have one thing the other is still there so something or the other i always have it so i have like too much going on so that i'm not sitting idle for all of the designers who are listening please take a note and we're going to put this in the blog that we write she's doing workshops she's also doing uh, personalized gifting uh, for her friends and for everybody who comes through instagram or she's reaching out to clients plus you are also working on your own um, i think uh, um, your own your project to instagram with the doodle uh, handle yeah. there's a lot of work that goes behind uh creating these mini moments of happiness for uh, all of these uh, people who are followers on instagram so it's a lot of work and that's what we've been telling all of the uh, designers on instagram on our uh, redesign platform so it'd be amazing so just to put in my brand placement here redesign does merchandise for amazing <laughs> artists like neharika and we're going to uh, bring out some cool t-shirts with in collaboration with her very soon so that'll be something that we'll do in the pipeline um neharika i wanted to ask what is the uh, which brand did you love working with the most and what was the project oh the most um, i think i will have to say two this was um, indigo and indigo airlines and um, fortune oil so um, so when i say i enjoyed working then i mean that the, uh, the everything which i was doing like um, from the communication which was coming from the agency to the uh, creative freedom i had and uh, and when i say that i enjoyed i don't mean that i did not get changes and it, the back and forth didn't happen that always happens that's that's a part of it but uh, it was so much fun because of the uh, the freedom i had in terms of illustrating whatever i was doing and you know in terms of um, things like that that little things okay like when i did fortune and uh, i sent the, like they sent they gave me a brief and i sent the whole video and everything to them and uh, they got back to me saying that after a few changes like ha this is perfect and uh, but you know what happens is that they told me that the the characters which i made were going well with what they thought but if i could make it better it's okay otherwise you give it like that only so i felt that are such a brand is saying if you feel it is okay <laughs> So if you do change, otherwise you give it to me. So because they sort of showed, like you know, they were showing that sort of trust with the designer, and they they sort of believed that you know, creatively, if I'm doing something good, let it be there. 
and let me take that call so it felt like they did put in a lot of trust with me and similarly with indigo airlines they did put a lot of trust in me when i was doing it and that boosts your confidence so much if you treat the yeah, yeah that's her, really important you know, like you like i will tell you what to do then the designer feels like really restricted so that's yeah yeah important. absolutely so i think this is another uh, important takeaway for uh, agencies and brands who are reaching out to designers as well that uh, of course if it was not for the freedom that the creator had in the first place you would not have reached out to and um, yeah so uh, and the so technically has to be so polite you know that works for me like if you are polite to me and you want 10 changes i will give it to you But if you are rude and you are not talking properly, it makes me so upset that I can't even work properly on like one change. Right, because you don't then feel like uh, speaking to that person, right? If you don't feel like a team at all, or uh, that you could be friends with them eventually outside work, uh, even if not, it's just what kind of people are you working with, right? So that's really important. So, uh, uh, Niharika, do I mean technically speaking? these project briefs tell you the length of the video or the content or storyline or do you get the freedom to decide that on your own and you just get a central theme to work on so what have like what i have been doing with these brands and with uh, whatever work has come my way is that they have a brief in mind and then they would want you to uh, suggest that how long and like they will give you a brief and will tell their preference as to what the duration should be and uh, what like how they will like it and then they will also ask for your input that you know how um, will you be able to put the entire thing in this duration or do you need like a longer duration if yes then okay we work around it if not then we like go ahead with the building on the concept okay okay so uh, it's it's a combination essentially you building the story on the go also and okay cool so Because uh do you and they know that what as a brand they want to communicate to their audience so the brief they okay. always have but they want to mm-hmm. know from you from the designer that um, you know how you can do it in the best possible way and how you can put this message out so the duration mm-hmm. and the concept goes like in hand in hand sometimes it's like a concept with a short time duration 2 minutes chahiye ki wo so then we sort of uh, do this entire storytelling thing and all then we put it into a story and make it got it got it so in in terms of uh, the work being approached by an agency and uh, you approaching it on your own how do you essentially decide the uh, pricing model or say that i'm going to charge uh so much for such a work or it's going to be per hour because this is something that a lot of artists get confused with um only professionals have figured that out because you know they've done so many projects already that they know that this is going to be my cost yeah, of working i'm also like one of those beginners who will all the time whenever i get like a brief from somewhere or i get this mail my biggest worry is how do i price it <laughs> initially yeah. it was really difficult now i'm little bit getting there but still very confusing but then what i essentially see is that um first of all the kind of work i'm doing and uh, is it like a static post or it's a video and then what kind of skills are being used to make that particular end product and then uh, how much time are we investing in and um, how much 
so in if i give you an example of a video if i am uh, doing a frame by frame video how many frames am i making for it and um, how many changes are coming in because that is something really important for changes half of the people will not acknowledge that the changes are also be accounted for and this still yeah. happens like i think i've just begun and it happens with me a lot that you know your changes nobody is going to take it in the right way that you know the changes will be chargeable this much nobody takes right. it into account but it's important because if you make the artwork and you put changes it's just like doing something from scratch there's so much changing something from the artwork right of course so then i then i account for all these things and then uh, once you have the concept and you sort of um, you know you sort of design an entire thing you i i mean i have been noting down everything so i note down everything and in like i break it down in my way that how much time will this take what am all what all am i drawing i break it down and then i decide the charges so the duration the okay. kind of work you are doing the changes you are going to give and roughly like then whatever comes in i i give that no that's actually perfect because um it every hour of work that you put in so if say somebody asks us uh, on the feed that if you were not um, a doodle uh, if you were not an artist or if you not doing doodle then what would you be doing so you give us an answer for that but just if you were an engineer uh, imagine you would be paid your day salary right you would go to the office and work and so it takes effort even if the output is not there 100% and i think it takes even more effort for a creator because you're creating something that did not exist in the first place so even more so cool but okay what is your answer to the question that if you were not in the creative field what would you be I doing don't know. i think it will be something related to talking because i talk a lot and meeting people so maybe say marketing <laughs> got it awesome because uh, niharika it is amazing that you're doing this work also for two reasons okay so what was your graduation like what was your education oh so graduation was um, i did not have a really smooth graduation time because uh, i was in class 12 when when i lost my dad and um, what happened was that um, i wanted to like i wanted to get into uh into uh, mass comm and everything then i did not know that i will be ending up becoming a doodler but i did know that i wanted to like pursue mass comm but um, at the time of my graduation we were very you know the situation was not favorable and everything so then i ended up doing like my graduation in english literature from delhi university and i was so not interested in the first year but then i somehow like pulled myself and i was like okay i have to get through this and then my brother made it like you know my brother made it easy for me he said okay uh, fine if not your graduation in mascom you work hard i will send you for a uh, for a post graduation in mascom so then he made it sure that i go for a mascom uh, post grad and i did that and then what okay. happened in mascom was that i we were introduced to uh, one or two softwares where we were learning something about print and then i was thinking and then that that's where i met austin also so uh, then we used to think together that you know what is like i learn the digital software and i turn my and that then it was just a fun
fun idea you know that i would want to something like make something and print it and all that so that's when i outside my graduation uh, my post graduation i took up courses and i also used to learn a lot through these youtube tutorials so i started learning mm-hmm. photoshop illustrator and everything so that's how like half of the things which i learned was self taught because i was doing a lot of um, these uh these videos on youtube and then when i get got the software all day spending time on that so yeah that's how exactly so that's exactly the point i was trying to make that you are mostly self taught you've Haan. trained yourself entirely uh, with no formal training from a college or a graduation yeah. level uh, where yeah. they would tell you exactly what to do so you've self explored this journey and there is so many designers who come out of design schools but uh, they do not end up you know uh, creating such instagram accounts or following their passion and i think it's a lot to do with perseverance and mental strength and yeah, uh, you I seem to have a lot of that if i had a chance or oh, if i could like change one thing i would really want to like go to a design school and sort of learn all those techniques and the the amount of work and the amount of learning they have in those schools when i look at a lot of these people i follow who are from art schools and art background and everything i see how much they already practice like what i've learned in yeah. the last two years after doing so much work I mean, they already come very prepared. So yeah, if like if you figure out what you want to do, then go into a design school. But yeah, but then again, That's you true. have to you have to like make sure that you're doing something about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's true. So, um, so now that you mentioned Mascom, I really and this is a personal question I actually wanted to ask that when you do a master's Mascom. What career options uh, does a person in general have? Like, what are the streams of career that they can take up after so, postgrad? So there's a lot. There are a lot of things you can go into advertisement, public relation, and you can go into films and everything, oh. films and TV, TV production. So, but there are a lot of specializations they give you in the uh, final year, in the last year. It's a two years, so the oh, okay. second year is about this. So you can go into corporate communication. advertisement tv production and there's just so much mascom is so vast you know and then yeah. eventually i think you find your thing so like a lot of my friends joined in um, you know joined and they started working into corporate communication not later to realize that they enjoy advertising more so they got into advertising so mascom is pretty vast and then i have friends who and uh, acquaintances who are are doing great as like you know they are working in tv and everything and uh, they they are acting also so there's so much that's amazing yeah, yeah. so austin so is austin also a creative profession is he also uh, doing something related to mass comp please don't tell me he's a journalist or is he uh, <laughs> he does work in india today but he's not a journalist he works for the okay. uh, digital uh, their digital section and uh, he produces and directs videos there so yeah wow that's amazing department yes he's not in the news department he's in the uh, the fiction digital fiction nothing uh, so yeah got it got it so so much of input might also be coming so it, i mean it's a great environment right you both are able to reflect so many ideas of each other um, and having that sync in being able to speak or have those conversations might be really helpful so i think that's really lucky yes. and cute thanks and in fact um, the greatest like the the most important feedback i get from my mom and from austin 
because they are really blunt and they are very direct when they have to give me a feedback. They will they look at me like doesn't look great. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be like, oh my god, it feels so bad. But then when you go back and yeah, and then my mom only tells that. Oh, she called me randomly and she said, like, oh, it's been so long. You've not posted. Be regular. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> So yeah, oh, so cool, my yeah. <laughs> no, it should be like that because I think, like you said, they're the people who give you feedback just as it is, and be, they'll yeah, be hundred percent honest. And now that I started the workshops, you no, know, I started workshops like say what um, four weeks back. Okay, so my mom-in-law, who's a teacher. And now she takes tuitions at home. She got so excited because she thought, "Oh, I'll be teaching kids and everybody." So now she is so regular with this. Okay, she's like, "When is your next workshop? What are you doing in it? How many students are you getting?" So my both my families have involved themselves in the work so much. It's so cute. Amazing. So you will get more and more stories out of that, and then out of that, and so yes. basically, there's going to be plenty of content coming on Doodlu, and there's oh, going yes. to be enough stories that we're going to be getting. That's great. Absolutely. So again, so brand placement number two, we have uh, a channel where uh, every content creator can uh, launch their membership. Right, so every content creator can have all of their fans, where they'll have their channel and say that there is a subscription per month, and the content creator decides the cost of subscription, say hundred, two hundred, or three hundred bucks per month, and um, the creator would be able to offer workshops, online classes. You can put exclusive videos that you don't put on Instagram or Facebook because you know you put your stuff on Instagram or YouTube, but you earn from outside of that channel itself. that challenge itself doesn't earn you any money so we wanted to change that for uh, creators in india especially and that's how the idea for redesign came about so if and it's a matter of time when you will be on it uh, yes. what would you want to give as an exclusive reward to your fans uh, like what would if it is your channel i think uh, one thing will be that i'll be making some some good a uh, secret comic uh, thing happening like going on for them which only they would know <laughs> know about and which only they will uh, be carrying forward and also i was thinking that we could um, like i could have some like uh, you know weekly thingy where um, i could have a video exclusive for them where i'm doing something and they can like do it with me like a diy something yeah yeah that'd be really fun that'd be really fun Yeah, because uh, one of the things that we noticed was when even you have twenty five thousand fans, right? And if I am one of them, and if you as an artist say, "Hey, Shikhar, I see you," or "Hey, how are you doing?" I'm just like, "Oh, dude, I got seen," or you know, that creator was replying to me personally, and that. It's so new for me, you know, because I feel that that I don't like. I feel that fans nahi hai. <laughs> Followers are people who are liking the work, and it's so yeah. sometimes like when uh, when when somebody is commenting and they they want a reply and you reply and then they become happy. It feels really surreal. It feels like ये अरे पर ये तो मैं ही तो right exactly exactly. So this is this is one component of uh, relationships on the internet that I have been really keen about. because there is some spark about this you know and um, it's just there is so much of sweetness and 
ingenuity in that person's feeling when they really want you to reply and uh, you as a artist or a creator you take yourself very casually that you know mera kya impact hai inki life pe but but you never know you know that but that Raja, impact is actually to there be honest uh, i think i would have not uh, realized that but now that we are in a lockdown situation and people are having a hard time out there i did get a lot of messages saying that uh, you know your page is refreshing and it feels good and because there is so one thing i've consciously chosen is the tone of my page and Although I know there is so much information out there, and everybody has access to information these days, thanks to internet, and there is news and everything everywhere. So I have consciously chosen this that on my feed, if you are coming on my feed, I want you to smile even if for a second. And you know, if yeah. maybe like you know, feel that are I also do this, or like maybe you know, are my friend does this and all that. So I don't want to make it. like you know a sad place or something i just want that because already aapko information har jagah se mil raha hai so i think my page can be one page where aap our enjoy karo information by the facility very true yaar and big high five to you for doing that because you know at times it's uh you having a bad day and you just people are in the mind sort of scrolling through the feed and you ah. just see something and it just cheers you up and it matters yeah. a lot to uh, yeah. people nowadays so It I think it makes so a huge difference. Happened in the last few months, like where nationally we all were shook. We felt so bad, and you know we were grieving and all that. But um, I was almost at the verge of you know making a post where I am also grieving. But then I thought that everybody knows we all are humans, right? So we all are feeling those uh, things, and we all are in this. But then maybe if I do something funny today, and if I make something cute today, maybe then maybe. Something is going to get out of a bad mood. Like only for a second, it helps. So yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. Absolutely does, and it takes a lot of strength on your part to you know because uh, everybody is human, yeah. And if you are in a space where you're probably going through something, but you choose positivity over that emotion and you spread it out to the world, it I think makes a huge difference. And yes. um, big kudos to you for being able to do that. Um, amazing. Really? Uh, okay. I have another question. Uh, okay. What is playing on the top of your uh, playlist? What is your music playlist like? Oh, I'm so bad at this. So I don't play my music. It's. I think most of the time, it's Austin and I are working together. So it's. I think his playlist. It's not even mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No, okay. Because you know, I am such a. Oh, oh, I can't choose all these things. I can't choose movies, what to watch. I will probably spend the entire evening choosing one show, and then eventually I'm like, oh, no time to watch this only now. So <laughs> I'm that kind of person. So instead of putting uh, music choosing for it, I think I Austin is playing it, and I'm like, I play along. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so what are what are the? I would like prefer something soothing and nice. And um, the one thing which I directly comes to my mind, which comes from my mom, is that I love the feeling of you know old Hindi music in the studios. I have this little space which is called studio, so, and we like I I would love that in the background. Uh, even if it is something else, even if it's English, then something soft and soothing when I'm working and thinking. <laughs> 
ओके ओके सो जस्ट जस्ट समथिंग टू कीप इन डू नथिंग स्पेसिफिक बट ओल्ड इंडियन क्लासिक म्यूजिक वुड बी समथिंग दैट स्टिमुलेट्स यू टू गेट क्रिएट ओल्ड इंडी बॉलीवुड इन पर्टिकुलर देर इज सो मेनी ऑल अबाउट हर स्टोरी फ्रॉम हर सेल्फ सो शी इज गोन बी लाइव विथ अस इन द नेक्स्ट फ्यू सेकेंड सो प्रिपेयर योर क्वेश्चन एंड गेट रेडी फॉर अनदर अमेजिंग एपिसोड ऑफ हैश टैग बैक सेज हाई निहारिका सो गुड टू है Yeah, very happy. So, I'm I'm actually so excited for the reason because uh, one of my questions was going to be the wall that is exactly behind you, which is your workplace, and how cute that is. <laughs> so the story behind that, I think Niharika will tell us herself. So I've given everybody an introduction of who you are and what you do, but uh, for everybody and all of us at Redesign, can you just tell us about yourself and how you started your journey? Yes, sure. So uh, by now you know I'm Niharika, <laughs> and uh, I am a doodler and illustrator. And um, I started uh, doodling by Niharika two years back, and uh, but I've been doodling for ever now. So like I'm one of those people who used to be at the last bench and doodling. Uh, oh. Yeah, whatever bench I would be. Let's not get into that. I would be <laughs> doodling. So yeah, I've been like drawing and doodling forever. But then, um, then I did my masters in my mass comm, and then um, I was not very sure of what I exactly want to do because I think I did not have a clear idea of how can I turn this into a profession. And um, yeah, but then I started working, and I started working as a graphic designer with a lot of startups. And I worked before starting uh, doodle. I worked for three years. in different companies trying to figure out what i want but i was always working as a graphic designer but i never was content doing what i was doing so yeah so then i thought i'll just take this calculated risk <laughs> and quit my job because um after working for a while uh in bangalore i came back and i was staying with my parents so i didn't have to pay my rent i did not have to pay for food <laughs> so that's why i called it a calculated risk and uh, so i took that and i started yeah so it it was like um it i think it's still going on because there is uh, i've just started it doesn't feel like 2 years 2 years as a sunke lagta hai oh my god 24 months but no uh, i just feel that it abhi i started getting the hang of it like i've started yeah. now i work on into merchandising and everything so yeah that's how it is Damn cool, damn cool. For everybody who has who doesn't know, she's worked with brands like Amazon, Fortune Oil, and there's so many of them that she'll tell you about. Uh, and it's a crazy shift, Niharika, right, from corporate to uh, getting out there on your own. So, what yeah. was that like? What was the job experience like? And how does it feel to do it on your own? So, um, so I will be very honest. Like the last job from where I quit was a really cool place to work with. I mean the people were cool and uh, I made some amazing friends who I'm still in touch with and like really close and I really enjoyed working there and uh, but before that I was working at places where I will have these typical designer problems okay thoda sa upar kar do thoda sa niche kar do so I would not imagine myself in that because it used to be so difficult because you know and when it comes to creativity it is so subjective You feel like right. what you've done is okay. Maybe thoda idhar udhar karke it'll be fine. But uh, but when you're working under somebody and they give you changes, oh, that hurts. That hurts so bad. I know. 
<laughs> right because it totally comes in between your uh, sorry sorry go ahead no 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 you go ahead tell me so it comes between your storytelling right because you have something in your mind that you want to put out and all of that instruction just puts you out of your zone and then you have to follow that instruction it's crazy so yeah, yeah go ahead is, tell us it is it is crazy and then um, so i have been like at that point i was already thinking about that you know i should start a page and i did have this page and it was not called tootloo by niharika it was it had a very weird name very it was something it was called Uh, sketches and patches, which really sounds stupid to me, right? Okay. Now. And yeah, but I was not at all regular. I just started it one evening and then posted some two three things and never came back. Then I came back and I thought that okay, when I uh, I was thinking for a long time, so I was trying to think that you know uh, how will I figure out my expenses and everything because you don't like let's face it, you don't make money right away. You get into it exactly. Right? You yeah. do it. For your passion, you love it and all, but for paying your bills, you can't be paying passion. <laughs> you be, you know, you don't start away with earning. So yeah, but then yeah, yeah. I was very fortunate, and I got lucky because um, my elder brother was very supportive. My mom was very supportive. Uh, my husband, then boyfriend, was very supportive. These guys told me that, come on, it's not like you have to pay some a lot of bills. Come, just go for it, and we are there. And yeah. uh, if you need something, we'll be there. But then, yes, I did save uh, like some months' ka salary to back myself up. And then, yeah, and then the first thing I did was, uh, was like, I just started posting very regularly, and I did not know where to start. So I was doing digital portraits and caricatures and doodles for like uh, for friends and family, and then word of mouth said to spread, and people started ordering. So then I got into merchandising. Amazing, amazing. That's amazing because the most difficult part is actually taking that leap of faith and going out there into the unknown. कि पता नहीं क्या होगा but अब तो हो चुका है अब तो I've quit. It is. So. Yes. 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 Yes.
I think then by then I had only thousand twelve hundred followers, and um, and what happened was that what I used to do was that I I decided a number of artworks I could do in one month. I calculated that. Okay. and then i uh, started uh, putting that okay these many artworks i'm taking these many slots and i used to like um, market it like as a gifting option and everything so and which did work because i did gift a lot of people <laughs> those things so, wow yeah, that's really now, creative yeah that's really yeah, creative I, i mean i think it's one of the things because for me personalized gifts are everything so i i yeah. felt that you know you could buy something off um, uh, stores and online stores and everything and you can give it but if you put that sort of personal effect to it then it works so then i first i was marketing uh, all of the things which i was doing as something as like a personalized gifting option so that's how i was marketing mm-hmm. initially only on instagram and uh, on uh, facebook as well Uh, but not much okay. there yeah so yeah that that's okay. how it started and then more and more things started coming up i got into stationery designing and everything so yeah got it got it that's amazing so uh, on your instagram the moment somebody lands up on your instagram this there is a whole story about how you and austin are spending your quarantine <laughs> and how the lockdown is going about so i was actually able to totally imagine what what might be happening around the house and what the yeah. environment might be like so much fun so how did you bring austin into the storytelling part of your uh, life oh, and how is that going right austin now austin has always been in the story no so whenever like have um, like ever since i started doodloo uh, austin has been there like in fact uh, the name was given by austin doodloo was given by him oh. because we want to make something jolly goofy we did not want to be jolly serious with the name But I we should have been more serious. But then do do it is so. Uh, no, no, it's fun. So that's what. So when I started, uh, in fact, Austin is the one who pushed me to do this, and he said that you know, um, you can do it, and you should, you should go for it, and if it doesn't work out, we'll see later. But at least try. So uh, yeah, so he's been there, and then, and now that it's a lockdown, it's just going to be. him and me so when i like, i have nothing else in my head so it's just both of us managing stuff in the house and we recently got married so all the more it's like oh you do this you do this it's like one big boss ka house three big congratulations on that i think that was in january right you guys uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How sweet! I saw the pictures where uh, somebody do somebody should do with the caricatures or illustrations of you guys doing the Christian wedding and also the Indian wedding, and it was so nice, no, so I heartwarming to see that. No, I didn't do that. I made my own wedding cards. <laughs> my own wedding invite. I didn't give anybody such a chance. <laughs> great, great. Some of your fans really want you to say hi. I think they've joined hi, you from your channel. Hi, today. hi. Thank you for joining. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we saw that on your story. I think that's happened after a long time in the city, you know. Yes, yes, it was so hot, and I was just making. And yesterday night only, I made a comic about why I hate summers. And then today, today, <laughs> oh my, my prayers are hot. <laughs> how cool! How cool! Amazing. So, um, uh, one of the things that I really wanted to ask you was. in the journey that you started with uh, instagram right there was there might have been an inflection point where suddenly it just started exploding and you started yeah. getting comments and business inquiries so what was that like was it something you did in particular or was it just because of your regularity what do you think um, exploded so your i think regularity was um, i think i was just like 
which was uh, important and then that kept my um, uh, you know that kept the growth uh, i mean the graph like growing but what the turning point which i felt was when i started making these mummy and niku comic and uh, these uh, <laughs> okay so then i was living with my mom and um, so i went close to my mom so both of us we used to spend so much time together right so and she is like all all moms are the same right they just the same they say the same things they do the same things yeah yeah right so Somehow. what happened i started making these mummy and niku comics so and i started posting them very regularly and these used to be videos and these used to be like and i have this really weird audio going on and both the dialogue i seen that I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll have to interrupt you on that i saw the one where you and your mom are having a video call and uh, you uh, really want to ask her what you made for lunch it's it's so cute and it's so funny at the same time uh, yeah. how did how are you making that how are you making that on what saw that i mean uh, it was first of all it's so relatable because that's like you said every day every person's video call with their mom and um, it's just all of those gossips that you do around with your mom so many girls in the feed who might be able to relate to that the amount of time <laughs> yeah. that you get. and you know when and, you just say about things like ki if you keep asking your mom ki bhook lage bhook lage bhook lage then after a while she's like mujhe khale so then uh, <laughs> this is like Yeah. I think one of the things that I saw with all of the interviews that we've done is that all of the cre- content that uh, creators like you make who end up exploding on Instagram is that all of their content is very relatable and it's things that happen to you and that you end up taking to the world and they're like oh yeah mere sath bhi hua yaar come on i mean that's exactly what what life is like Right. Might not interest you, but these things are so common, you know. Like 
like a husband and wife thing or a mother and daughter thing this is like so common all of us have that right it's very universal and it's also uh, very heartwarming to see um, what goes behind that and everybody feels connected to you because of that reason that you know this is are ye to i know him or i know her it's like that which is which is a lot of uh, which is a lot of fun and uh, i think there are more than 15 wedding invitation caricatures that you have done so you've contributed to life happiness of so many people uh, yeah. it's so all it's so crazy because i think uh, people really want to bring out uh, that that um, level of quirkiness in their weddings and they want to be seen like those characters yeah. so it becomes more that's so recent also na because um, i was really skeptical that if i draw, so i had been doing wedding illustrations but i was skeptical that if i send it out to my like if my mom sends these invitations out to our relatives who are still not aware of these things or maybe they still don't find these things to be like done formally then now what are yeah. they going to think about it and all but then the good thing is that it is changing now people are appreciating all these little bit things even your like Yeah. traditional things they are moving away from that and it's so much fun i did it for my own uh, wedding and i enjoyed it so much and i was so happy because my relatives received it so well they loved it that's that's really interesting i mean because weddings now have in general i mean we are diverting a little but that's something that really needs to be addressed i think weddings in general now have to become more about the happiness of the couple yeah about about ah. the people who are getting married and just close family and friends having fun right if it's not I that then the what is now, it we are in a lockdown <laughs> so yeah we need about the couple and i think only 50 people <laughs> but lucky you got married just before the lockdown happened I and did. you were able to have all friends and family at that point yes 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 i did and i was lucky enough that we we went for our vacation and we came back and We we came back in February and uh, March. We were in lockdown, so we got lucky. Yeah. It was crazy, crazy. The lockdown has really changed. So has lockdown changed anything for you in terms of work or um, just how you engage with your fans, etc. What has COVID changed for you? Uh, okay, so uh, that I am going for zero meetings. I used to have these meetings and used to like I used to go out and meet a lot of people and um, I would always prefer meetings. But then, having said that, I've always been working from home. So, like at least not always, like from the last two years. And um, since I was on like a big, like on a two-month break, I really wanted to hit back to work and get back to work. So initially, I was a little disappointed that. are now all everything has to be again like uh, because i really needed that push again because i was on a break mm-hmm. and uh, then i came back so only that bit i felt but i think now i'm okay and the process is pretty much the same just
just that i think um after a while you know because you are in the same set of same thing sometimes i used to go work out of a cafe or something and you know like that space change sometimes works for you that's the only thing which i yeah. miss sometimes but i think now i'm pretty cool because now we become used to it <laughs> so i have uh, <laughs> now like i've sort of made a time table for myself and i'm trying to stick to it so that i i don't like uh, miss on to anything like it's not that i'm working late till night and then i'm spending no time around my husband or something so yeah like that we i've worked it out got it got it so what's your typical day looking like in quarantine right now like what's your work schedule how much time is spent in creativity how much for a client what is it like okay so uh, so i do uh, so i start from the weekends because that's like very fixed so uh, from the last i think four weeks now i'm uh, doing these weekend workshops and online workshops so my saturday and sunday goes into planning that and preparing things for all the participants then monday is very lazy for me and uh, because i feel that oh i work through a weekend so i deserve this monday off <laughs> so monday is pretty right. lazy then tuesday onwards like all the other days is uh, mostly that i uh, we wake up around these days very late uh, 8:39 and all very late and then regret all day but anyway then we have our breakfast and everything and uh, then i think so uh, i head straight to uh, drawing because what happens is that um, i start getting these i start getting really anxious if if you know i'm spending too much time here and there or just like procrastinating or just sitting somewhere and also then if i have my uh, drawing pad pencil or maybe like my ipad and my pencil so if i'm doing something then that's the way i ideate then what i do is that yeah. i randomly i'm drawing something and then while drawing i ideate i think about what i can do what am i feeling today what do i want to put up there that's when i draw these things and um, post lunch i prefer working on the client work i have or the projects i have um yeah and then also depends on sometimes you have these uh, calls and everything so post lunch i i try to keep them post lunch got it got it so uh, how are you marketing it right now is all of the work coming through instagram or are you reaching out to companies for uh, uh, doing work for them and what is that work like this this will have a jolly like non interesting answer because i i think i just got lucky from um from the beginning why because the first time i ever got like a brand uh, like a good brand it was the it directly came to me it was never that i okay. went and pitched so it came through an agency so uh, these ad agencies or these agencies who are representing these brands uh they came up to me and uh, one of them i think came and they proposed this idea some things didn't work out but then they came back again for another brand so that's how i got my first thing and um, then slowly this developed and then also what happened was that um, while i was doing this i was also very consciously aware of the thing that you know what if i don't have this then what is my backup plan so then i started venturing into uh, merchandise and uh, merchandising and start making all that so everything is going hand in hand and then the third thing is these personalized things so it's like if i don't have one thing the other is still there so something or the other i always have it so i have like too much going on so that i'm not sitting idle 
for all of the designers who are listening please take a note and we're going to put this in the blog that we write she's doing workshops she's also doing uh, personalized gifting uh, for her friends and for everybody who comes through instagram or she's reaching out to clients plus you are also working on your own um, i think uh, um, your own your project to instagram with the do uh, handle yeah. there's a lot of work that goes behind uh creating these mini moments of happiness for uh, all of these uh, people who are followers on instagram so it's a lot of work and that's what we've been telling all of the uh, designers on instagram on our uh, redesign platform so it'd be amazing so just to put in my brand placement here redesign does merchandise for amazing <laughs> artists like neharika and we're going to uh, bring out some cool t-shirts with in collaboration with her very soon so that'll be something that we'll do in the pipeline um neharika i wanted to ask what is the uh which brand did you love working with the most and what was the project oh the most um i think i will have to say two this was um indigo and indigo airlines and um fortune oil so um so when i say i enjoyed working then i mean that the uh, the everything which i was doing like um from the communication which was coming from the agency to the uh, creative freedom i had and uh, and when i say that i enjoyed i don't mean that i did not get changes and it, the back and forth didn't happen that always happens that's that's a part of it but uh, it was so much fun because of the uh, the freedom i had in terms of illustrating whatever i was doing and you know in terms of um, things like that that little things okay like when i did fortune and uh, i sent the, like they sent they gave me a brief and i sent the whole video and everything to them and uh, they got back to me saying that after a few changes like ha this is perfect and uh, but you know what happens is that they told me that the the characters which i made were going well with what they thought but if i could make it better it's okay otherwise you give it like that only so i felt that are such a brand is saying if you feel it is okay <laughs> So, you do change. Otherwise, you give it to me. So, because they sort of showed, like you know, they were showing that sort of trust with the designer, and they they sort of believed that you know, creatively, if I do something good, then let it be there and let me take that call. So, it felt like they did put in a lot of trust with me. And similarly with Indigo Airlines, they did put a lot of trust in me when I was doing it, and that boosts your confidence so much. If you treat the yeah, designer, yeah, that's really important. You know, like you, like I will tell you what to do. Then the designer feels like really restricted. So that's yeah, really yeah. Important. Absolutely. So I think this is another uh, important takeaway for uh, agencies and brands who are reaching out to designers as well. That uh, of course, if it was not for the freedom that the creator had in the first place, you would not have reached out. And um, yeah, so. Also, uh, communication has to be so polite, you know. That works for me. Like, if you are polite to me and you want ten changes, I will give it to you. But if you are rude and you are not talking properly, it makes me so upset that I can't even work properly on like one change. Right, because you don't then feel like uh, speaking to that person, right? If you don't feel like a team at all, or uh, that you could be friends with them eventually outside work. uh even if not it's just what kind of people are you working with right so that's really important so uh 
Niharika, do I mean technically speaking, these project briefs tell you the length of the video or the content or storyline, or do you get the freedom to decide that on your own and you just get a central theme to work on? So what have like what I have been doing with these brands and with uh, whatever work has come my way is that they have a brief in mind, and then they would want you to uh, suggest that how long and like they will give you a brief and will. tell their preference as to what the duration should be and uh, what like how they will like it and then they will also ask for your input that you know how um, will you be able to put the entire thing in this duration or do you need like a longer duration if yes then okay we work around it if not then we like go ahead with the building on the concept okay okay so yeah. uh, it's it's a combination essentially you building the story on the go also and okay cool so uh, do you agree and they know that what as a brand they want to communicate to their audience so the brief they okay. always have but they want to mm-hmm. know from you from the designer that um, you know how you can do it in the best possible way and how you can put this message out so the duration mm-hmm. and the concept goes that like it hand in hand sometimes it's like a concept with a chota duration 2 minutes chahiye ki wo so then we sort of uh, do this entire storytelling thing and all then we put it into a story and make it got it got it so in in terms of uh, the work being approached by an agency and uh, you approaching it on your own how do you essentially decide the uh, pricing model or say that i'm going to charge uh so much for such a work or it's going to be per hour because this is something that a lot of artists get confused with um only professionals have figured that out because you know they've done so many projects already that they know that this is going to be my cost yeah, of working i'm also like one of those beginners who will all the time whenever i get like a brief from somewhere or i get this mail my biggest worry is how do i price it <laughs> initially yeah. it was really difficult now i'm little bit getting there but still very confusing but then what i essentially see is that um first of all the kind of work i'm doing and uh, is it like a static post or it's a video and then what kind of skills are being used to make that particular end product and then uh, how much time are we investing in and um, how much so same if i give you an example of a video if i am uh, mm. doing a frame by frame video how many frames am i making for it and um, how many changes are coming in because that is something really important for changes half of the people will not acknowledge that the changes are also be accounted for and this still yeah. happens like i think i've just begun and it happens with me a lot that you know your changes nobody is going to take it in the right way that you know the changes will be chargeable this much nobody takes right. it into account but it's important because if you make the artwork and you put changes it's just like doing something from scratch there's so much changing something from that right difficult. of course so then i then i account for all these things and then uh, once you have the concept and you sort of um, you know you sort of design an entire thing you i i mean i have been noting down everything so i note down everything and in like i break it down in my way that how much time will this take what am or what all am i drawing i break it down and then i decide the charges so the duration the okay. kind of work you are doing the changes you are going to give and roughly like then whatever comes in i i give that 
no that's actually perfect because um it every hour of work that you put in so if say somebody asks us uh, on the feed that if you were not um, a doodle uh, if you were not an artist or if you're not doing doodle then what would you be doing so you give us an answer for that but just if you were an engineer uh, imagine you'd be paid your day salary right you would go to the exactly. office and work and so it yeah. takes effort even if the output is not there 100% and i think it takes even more effort for a creator because you're creating something that did not exist in the first place yeah. so even more so cool but okay what is your answer to the question that if you were not in the creative field what would you I be doing don't know. i think it will be something related to talking because i talk a lot and meeting people so maybe say marketing <laughs> Because I would love to meet people. I would love to give presentations. <laughs> Got it. Awesome. Because uh, Niharika, it is amazing that you're doing this work. Also for two reasons. Okay. So what was your graduation like? What was your education? Oh, so graduation was. Um, I did not have a really smooth uh, graduation time because uh, I was in class twelve when when I lost my dad. And um, what happened was that. um i wanted to like i wanted to get into uh into uh, mass comm and everything then i did not know that i will be ending up becoming a doodler but i did know that i wanted to like pursue mass comm but um, at the time of my graduation we were very you know the situation was not favorable and everything so then i ended up doing like my graduation in english literature from delhi university and i was so not interested in the first year but then i somehow like pulled myself and i was like okay i have to get through this and then my brother made it like you know my brother made it easy for me he said okay uh, fine if not your graduation in mascom you work hard i will send you for a uh, for a post graduation in mascom so then he made it sure that i go for a mascom uh, post grad and i did that and then what okay. happened in mascom was that i we were introduced to uh one or two softwares where we were learning something about print and then i was thinking and then that that's where i met austin also so uh, then we used to think together that you know what is like i learn the digital softwares and i turn my and that then it was just a fun idea you know that i would want to something like make something and print it and all that so that's when i outside my graduation uh, my post graduation i took up courses and i also used to learn a lot through these youtube tutorials so i started learning mm-hmm. photoshop illustrator and everything so that's how like half of the things which i learned was self taught because i was doing a lot of um, these uh these videos on youtube and then when i get got the software all day spending time on that so yeah that's how exactly so that's exactly the point i was trying to make that you're mostly self taught you've yeah. trained yourself entirely uh, with no formal training from a college or a graduation yeah. level uh, where yeah. they would tell you exactly what to do so you've yeah. self explored this journey and there is so many designers who come out of design schools but uh, they do not end up you know uh, creating such instagram accounts or following their passion and i think it's a lot to do with perseverance and mental strength and yeah, uh, you I seem to have a lot If I had a chance, or if I could like change one thing, I would really want to like go to a design school and sort of learn all those techniques and the the amount of work and the amount of learning they have in those schools. When I look at a lot of these people I follow who are from our 
schools and art background and everything i see how much they already practice like what i've learned in yeah. the last two years after doing so much work i mean they already come very prepared so yeah if like if you figure out what you want to do then go into a design school but yes yeah, but then again That's you true. have to pay. you have to like make sure that you're doing something about it yeah yeah absolutely that's true so um, so now that you mentioned mascom i really and this is a personal question i actually wanted to ask that when you do a masters mascom what career options uh, does a person in general have like what are the streams of career that they can take up after so, post grad so there's, there's a lot there are a lot of things you can go into advertisement public relation and you can go into films and everything oh. films and tv tv production so but there are a lot of specializations they give you in the uh, final year in the last year it's a two years so the oh, okay. second year is about this so you can go into corporate communication advertisement tv production and there's just so much mascom is so vast you know and then yeah. eventually i think you find your thing so like a lot of my friends joined in um you know joined and they started working into corporate communication not later to realize that they enjoy advertising more so they got into advertising so mascom is pretty vast and then i have friends who and uh, acquaintances who are uh, doing great as like you know they are working in tv and everything and uh, they they are acting also so there's so much that's amazing yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Austin so is Austin also a creative profession is he also uh, doing something related to mass comp please don't tell me he's a journalist or is he uh, <laughs> he does work in india today but he's not a journalist he works for their okay. uh, digital uh, their digital section and uh, he produces and directs videos there so yeah wow that's the, amazing department yes he's not in the news department he's in the uh, the fiction digital fiction uh, thing So yeah. Got it. Got it. So so much of input might also be coming. So it, I mean, it's a great environment, right? You both are able to reflect so many ideas of each other, um, and having that sync in being able to speak or have those conversations might be really helpful. So I think that's really lucky yes. and cute. And in fact, um, the greatest, like the the most important feedback I get from my mom, and from Austin. because they are really blunt and they are very direct when they have to give me a feedback they will they look at me like doesn't look great <laughs> <laughs> and be like oh my god it feels so bad but then when you go back and they are and then my mom only tells that oh, she called me randomly and she said like, oh it's been so long you've not posted be regular and i'm like okay <laughs> okay i'll do that <laughs> so yeah How so cool, my yeah. family is pretty involved <laughs> no it should be like that because i think like you said they're the people who will give you feedback just as it is and they'll yeah, be 100% honest and now that i started the workshops you know i started workshops like say what um, four weeks back okay so my mom in law who is a teacher and now she takes tuitions at home she got so excited because she thought oh, i'll be teaching kids and everybody so now she is so regular with this okay she's like when is your next workshop what are you doing in it how many students are you getting So my both my families have involved themselves in the work so much. It's so cute. Amazing. So you will get more and more stories out of that, and then out of that, and so yes. basically there's going to be plenty of content coming on Doodlu, and there's oh, going yes. to be enough stories that we're going to be getting. That's great. Absolutely. So again, so brand placement number two, we have uh, a 
channel where uh, every content creator can uh, launch their membership right so every content creator can have all of their fans where they'll have their channel and say that there is a subscription per month and the content creator decides the cost of subscription say 100 200 or 300 bucks per month and um, the creator would be able to offer workshops online classes you can put exclusive videos that you don't put on instagram or facebook because you know you put your stuff on instagram or youtube but you earn from outside of that channel itself that channel itself doesn't earn you any money so we wanted to change that for uh, creators in india especially and that's how the idea for redesign came about so if and it's a matter of time when you will be on it uh, yes. what would you want to give as an exclusive reward to your fans uh, like what would if it is your channel i think uh, one thing will be that i'll be making some some good uh, secret comic uh, thing happening like going on for them which only they would know <laughs> know about and which only they will uh, be carrying forward and also i was thinking that we could um, like i could have some like uh, you know weekly thingy where um, i could have a video exclusive for them where i'm doing something and they can like do it with me like a diy something yeah yeah that'd be really fun that'd be really fun yeah because uh, one of the things that we noticed was when see when you have 25000 fans right and if i am one of them and if you as an artist say hey shikhar i see you or hey how are you doing i'm just like oh dude i got seen or you know that creator was replying to me personally and that is so new for me you know because i feel that i don't like I feel the fans there, <laughs> followers there, people who are liking the work, and it's so yeah. sometimes like when uh, when when somebody is commenting and they they want a reply and you reply and then they become happy. It feels really surreal. It feels like ये अरे पर ये तो मैं ही तो right. <laughs> exactly exactly. So this is this is one component of uh, relationships on. the internet that i have been really keen about because there is some spark about this you know and um, it's just there is so much of sweetness and ingenuity in that person's feeling when they really want you to reply and uh, you as a artist or a creator you take yourself very casually that you know mera kya impact hai inki life pe but but you never know you know that that impact is actually there I think I would have not uh, realized that, but now that we are in a lockdown situation and people are having a hard time out there, I did get a lot of messages saying that uh, you know your page is refreshing and it feels good. And because there is so one thing I've consciously chosen is the tone of my page. And although I know there is so much information out there and everybody has access to information these days thanks to internet and. there is news and everything everywhere so i have consciously chosen this that on my feed if you are coming on my feed i want you to smile even if for a second and you know if yeah. maybe like you know feel that are i also do this or like maybe you know are my friend does this and all that so i don't want to make it like you know a sad place or something i just want that because already aapko information har jagah se mil raha hai so i think my page can be one page where Up our enjoy karo information. <laughs> Very true, yar. And big high five to you for doing that because you know at times it's 
you're having a bad day and you just people are in the mind sort of scrolling through the feed and you uh, just see something and it just cheers you up and it matters yes. a lot to uh, yeah. people nowadays so i think it makes so a many huge difference happened in the last few months like when nationally we all were shook we felt so bad and you know we were grieving and all that but um, i was almost at the verge of you know making a post where i am also grieving but then i thought that everybody knows we all are human right so we all are feeling those uh, things and we all are in this but then maybe if i do something funny today and if i make something cute today maybe then maybe somebody is going to get out of a bad mood like only for a second it helps so yeah yeah it absolutely does wow. absolutely does and it takes a lot of strength on your part to you know because uh, everybody is human yeah and if you are in a space where you probably going through something but you choose positivity over that emotion and you spread it out to the world it i think makes a huge difference and yes. um, big kudos to you for being able to do that um amazing really uh okay i have another question uh okay what is playing on the top of your uh, playlist what is your music playlist like oh i'm so bad at this so i don't so just just something to keep in do nothing specific but uh, old indian classic music would be something that stimulates you to yeah. get creative old in the bollywood in particular yeah. huh? there are so many people who would be loving that answer because smriti you were talking to in particular is a huge she is the unofficial ambassador of bollywood music and bollywood movies if you meet her it's just crazy so I'm sure she's very happy with that answer. Uh, Switi, for everybody who doesn't know, is a co-founder of Redesign, and she was taking in the last interviews. Um, okay, what animation movies are you an absolute love? Characters, animate animated characters that you didn't love with. Oh, okay. So I have to say, um, okay, one was I was talking about this the other day also um, at home, but I forgot the name again. It, I think it was a short film, and it, uh, it, uh, I don't know if it won some award or something. But there's this cute little character, and it's about the dog and the little boy. So that is one character which does not go out of my head. And then, uh, very cliche, but Kung Fu Panda is so cute. So yeah, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda is like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. They've recently started coming out with a whole uh, web series of Kung Fu Panda 
episodes like 30 minute episodes that are relayed on nickelodeon and uh, all of my younger brothers and sisters are always watching it like always so I it's just the uh, other thing you know i don't know specifically about the animation part of it but um um i i liked like the boss baby concept okay and uh, they said uh, like seven months back my little nephew was born so now when i look at him and they go oh, boss baby you're thinking something so now suddenly i have some new love for boss baby because of my nephew because i look at him and i'm like oh he's boss baby he's thinking about something <laughs> so so i think uh, normally when people talk about that oh you look like that actor that actress i think about the <laughs> cartoons that oh you look like that <laughs> yeah. nice amazing Okay, so I think we're drawing to a close because we have only nine minutes left on our Insta Live. So we're just gonna ask you something uh, that. So we're bringing in everybody from a, a semi-professional artist, a professional artist to also somebody who's made it in the industry. We just bought uh, brought uh, Benny Dayal and his merchandise some time back. So we really want to bring in a good mix of artists. So we want you to uh, teach. and take tutorials and all these workshops on redesign and crafting in the very soon everybody who hasn't uh, checked out her account please go ahead and do that this episode is going to be live on uh, rig tv anyway so um, a lot of uh, luck for that niharika one advice that you want to give to all of the young uh, creatives who are on redesign who just probably starting out what would that be yes so i have like two advices but before that my mom in law is here so hi mommy <laughs> so yeah so um okay so one thing is that um that sounds very easy but uh, takes the most effort is that uh, keep at it at least uh, just don't uh, planning it here put it down on the paper as well and um, yeah there will be days when you don't feel like doing anything or you don't have ideas one hack for that which is not great but i do that is go through what you are doing uh, like go through your entire day or like the day before and uh, you alone would have had so many experiences you know simple things like you know going in the kitchen or in the balcony or taking a shower thinking something in the shower you know all these things uh, there will be something which will sort of be like you know that initial push or you will get some idea out of it so keep at it keep drawing and the other thing is that don't expect that the day you start you will start earning so that's you have to be prepared yeah. for it you have to be prepared because if you start feeling that from the beginning it will get really difficult the journey is going to be then very difficult and uh, but when you get into the groove and everything then you will feel amazing so for that refer to tip number 1 please keep doing <laughs> that will that's how you will you know if you draw every day or maybe if not every day regularly then i think it it will work for you amazing amazing extremely valuable advice niharika in the end i was gold because uh, in literally that's literally the two factors that, that are really hard to do but yeah. are the entire fuel of how creators yeah. function so, like so uh, <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely yeah. okay so uh, we just have a few minutes i really wanted to chat further but we are going to bring niharika <laughs> again on one of our chats and potentially have her channel on uh, redesign very very soon so all of you will get to 
ask her all of your questions and attend her workshops and i think you have a workshop coming weekend as well yes yes i have a workshop coming on saturday and then the next Awesome! So everybody who's watching, please go ahead and uh, check out the workshops. Do join, and uh, we'll be reposting a lot of your art in our stories and posts. So please leave your comments here on her profile. Everywhere. Okay, Narika, thank you so much for joining. I had such a good time chatting. Amazing! I didn't feel like I was talking to somebody I just met. It felt like I've known you. <laughs> same here. See, I told you the same thing. Also. <laughs> Great. All right, awesome. Thanks a lot, Neharika. I'm going to be uh, connecting with you right after the live very soon. But uh, we'll close this live and uh, see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Neharika uh, from Doodlu. Really sweet person, amazing artist, extremely hardworking, persistent, and uh, thorough with her work. There is so much. to take away from this chat that you wouldn't want to miss out on this episode i had such a great time i mean i think this is one of the things uh, that has become a culture at uh, backstage is that there is because we can't really meet each other we can't um, you know directly have these interactions like neharika was saying in cafes and we don't meet people so much so just these interactions become so important and so heartwarming so i'm really thankful that she uh, took out the time to do this session and will definitely have her channel launching on crafty ninja and redesign very very soon and uh, yeah that's about it uh, thank you for uh, sending us all of your questions next episode is going to be on saturday uh, with another amazing artist which we will announce on thursday or friday so um, and for everybody who's watching this uh, series thank you so much for all of your support without all of that we would not have continued down to the 15th or 16th episode and we plan to do two seasons of this so um, take care all of you uh, stay good stay healthy step out of the house only if it is required enjoy the rains and um, cook your own food clean your house this is just uh, general random advice that i'm giving but stay creative have fun watch out for the space that we have on instagram uh, we are putting out a lot of cool content from amazing creators like niharika and on this weekend take out the time and do join her workshop so until next time this is shikhar i am signing out and we'll see you in the next episode